you can shot weeds and have your family there like it's fine Woo, legalize it <laughs> it's tough to be pro jilt oh oh fuck up a small child i don't give a shit hey everyone louis from the pod here just a quick word of warning that this episode contains some naughty language if that's not your thing then it might be worth finding a slightly better behaved pod if it is your thing enjoy this hot episode of steaming podcast much love Talk, 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 and two sugars. Uh, hello, 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 hello. Welcome to a, another exciting, stupendous episode of Talking Two Sugars. If you're just joining us for the first time, welcome. Great to have you here. Uh, and maybe you're sitting there thinking, "What have I got myself into? What the fuck are these guys going to talk about?" Well, we will talk about some some random news. We uh, will do a movie review. Um, we have some quick fire based would you rather questions. And uh, we have our variety section, which even the majority of us don't know what's coming there. Uh, joining me this week, we have our usual suspects of ne'er do wells and miscreants. Uh, Adisa, give us a hello. Hey, hello. We have Louis. Sup. And we have Wayne. Ahoy, ahoy. And we'll be coming in your ears for the next hour or so. <laughs> How you guys been this week? Uh, I was a lot better until I heard that. I'm not quite prepared to come in anybody's ears. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you there in the next hour or so, don't oh. you worry. <laughs> that's the promise of this podcast. We'll get you there in an hour. <laughs> that's a that's a talking to sugar's guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good week, bad weeks. A really long week. I'm so tired. I just want it to be the weekend. Is that bad to say? For those listening, confused as shit because Monday we record these on Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne, how about you? How about, how's your uh, week gone? Um, it's been a long, slow week. Uh, can't really complain though. Yeah, it does feel like it feels like this week's been three months long. I'm beginning to lose track of time now. If it weren't for this podcast, I wouldn't know what day it was. Yeah, actually, I use that as a measure as well. <laughs> I would have no clue what day it was. Wow. What's the date? Don't look. I don't, I don't know what the date no, is. No, no, me neither. I, know. I know what the date is. Sometime between March and November. It's the 16th of July, 2020, 1948. Why are you looking at the corner of the screen? time, the time. <laughs> it's 1948. I haven't, I haven't got a twitch. It makes my eye. But yeah, it's like Castaway for me. I've started putting hands on foot volleyballs and talking to them outside in my garden. Are you okay, Robert? No. <laughs> Sounds no. like a cry for help. It may be. If you would like to help me, follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Talking Two Sugars. That's the number two. <laughs> uh, send me how I can get over this boredom of furlough. Um, so yeah, we'll crack on with with the podcast as we always do with a, a little bit of news from around the globe. News. 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 And uh, I'd like to kick things off uh, this week with <laughs> some very important news. Uh, I think it'll be important to all of us. I think I think it's going to really um really affect us um, here at Talking Two Sugars, and that is of course that uh, there's a thirteenth sign of the zodiac. Um, what? He's been doing oh, the rounds now. Oh shit! Is it dinosaur? So, no, it's not a dinosaur. I think it's like a snake bearer. Um, snake bear? Bearer, ah. not a snake bear. A snake bear would be much... Pig bear man. 
Man bear pig. <laughs> so NASA NASA has sent horoscope followers into a state of frenzy after a blog post suggesting that there could be 13 signs of the zodiac instead of the Fuck traditional sake. 12. Uh, NASA published the findings in a blog post back in 2016 um, based on ancient claims from the Babylonians who looked into the zodiac in a bid to try to understand the planet. Um, so it did it in 2016, but it's resurfaced recently because people got fuck off to do with their time. <laughs> Um, so the thirteenth sign is called Ophi Ophiuchus Ophiuchus No Ophiuchus Ophiuchus <laughs> Strong language warning. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so essentially the way the zodiac works is it's to do with like the sun's position relative to the Earth and the star signs that it goes over and its duration in that in that uh, area. They essentially just cut one out and just gave us twelve. They just divided it into equal parts. And just, just like, this doesn't work with 13. So they just got rid of one. Um, but now, according to NASA, it actually spends, the sun spends more time in in uh, Ophiuchus than it does in Scorpius. Um, so they're saying that they should introduce a 13th sign of the Zodiac, which is, a, it, a, a quote, when the findings were published, there was uproar on social media sites. Fucking uproar. <laughs> with some astrology fans claiming their lives had been ruined uh, as a result of these I changes. I bet their lives weren't that good anyway. Um, so, you it know, is. It, this is a big deal for people. You know, you think you've found the love of your life in a Sagittarius, and boom. Nobody's found the love of their life in a Sagittarius. Why are you hating on Sagittarius? That's true. I, I don't Do- know what, what that is. That could be the love of my life. I have no idea. <laughs> so, do we know... Do we know? So, what 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 part of the year does this fall in? Are there now like loads of people who don't know what their personality should be? Yes. So, <laughs> I was going to ask you guys quickly. So, what do you know, do you know your star signs first and foremost? Aries. And if you don't, you, of you were I do, Aries. Don't come to this podcast without much sense. <gasps> um, I'm not an Aries anymore, according to this. No, you are not. You are not an Aries anymore. You're a Pisces. You're a Pisces. Ah, mother flavor. I'm not. On, I'm not on board for that. So you're a Pisces. You are fish. Ugh. Sup, fish wing. Ah. That's why we call him Fishy. Um, oh, Fishy boy over there. What <laughs> um, right, you, Louis? Who are you? I, I am, or I was, an Aquarius. You are now a Capricorn? No! So I think everything's moved back one, I think, is, is the... Uh... Can I no longer sing uh, the age of Aquarius? No, you cannot. You can sing, this is the age oh. of Capricorn. This is the dawning of the age of Capricorn. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> um... For you that don't know, listeners, um, Adisa is a, is a big fan of astrology. Um, he bases uh, a lot of a lot of his life on on the tellings in the his Mercury is always in retrograde. Who told you about you my Mercury? <laughs> Your GP. So what were, what were you, Adisa? Do you know? Cancerian. So you are now a Gemini. I couldn't give a fuck. <laughs> Look at Mister Gemini. Ah, oh, you're two faced. I was two faced when I was a crab. <laughs> <laughs> How can you make informed life choices if you uh, don't follow the what, what star sign you are? Probably just by being a normal functioning person. <gasps> there are only 12 or 13 personality types in the world of these. <laughs> That's science. Uh, it is science. It's true. You can't argue with that. And, uh, Fucus. Can't I just be the moon or some shit? You, <laughs> you, can, you can moon if you want to. It's a podcast. <laughs> no one would see it. 
Um, a few cases believed to be um, November 29th to December 17th. So if you're in those days, congratulations. You, it still didn't matter anyway. And now you know it didn't matter. So there you go. Good stuff. Moving on, moving away into ooh, celebrity news, we'll call this. A bit of celebrity news. I'm sure we all saw. This is to do with um, Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, oh, no. cheating oh, on her husband Will it, I, I'm not going to go into too much detail about the actual events because I don't care about those but for those that don't know Jada and Will had a little break and Jada got a good scene too by um, a singer Jesus called Christ. August what it is it's just a fact it's a fact he might have underperformed you don't know this, this is why I'm not on the BBC <laughs> and uh, it, it, it all kind of came out it, then I think August um, said that he got permission from Will to do it, and then to clear the air, they had a sit down at a table on Jada's Facebook television show. They sat down whose face? <laughs> <laughs> Red Table Talks. Red yeah. Table Talks, exactly that. And they kind of hashed it out and, and talked over the, the process. And, and what it came down to was that they had the broken process. up. In the yes. <laughs> So Smith described the split as saying they decided they were going to separate for a period of time and you go figure out how to make yourself happy and I will go to figure out how to make myself happy. And it turns out she needs somebody else to make herself happy. But the, the thing that's sort of got the got social media kicking off and, and everyone talking is she referred to it as an entanglement. Yeah. So she said, from there, as time went on, I got into a different kind of entanglement with August. And he, he responds like anyone would. And he's like, entanglement like his eyes are saying how the f you fucking lie to yeah. me entanglement say it like it is so so there's that so how do we feel about the phrase entanglement to um describe essentially an affair is it an affair though because they they weren't together they agreed it was open so they were still married yeah. i think it it seemed it seems like it was above board so to say like they had as the guy said like an agreement but just like the hurt in will's eyes man yeah it's hard because i Normally, I don't care about these things, but I feel like Will Smith has like a special place. Yeah, he's corny yeah. or whatever, whatever, but it's Will Smith and you don't want to see Will Smith sad. Yeah. He hid it quite well, to be fair. Yeah, well, he hid it apart from that one second, that one fraction of a second that he had that sad face on. And that's the yeah. thing that's everywhere. It's when he was shocked, like everybody, you could see in that second when she went, I was in an entanglement and his brain went entanglement. And he, he had that look in his eyes like, what? Um, but yeah, they're everywhere now. So it's like Facebook statuses changed to in an entanglement. Uh, yeah, the meme has really taken off. What star signs are they? <laughs> <laughs> it's a 14th star sign, entanglement yes. <laughs> but the, the other thing that people were picking up on is the fact that she's 48 and he's 27. Yeah. Well, Smith is and not it 27. Happened a few years. <laughs> <laughs> it happened quite a few years ago. In the talk, she brings up that he's a friend of either Willow's. That's weird. Or... Oh. Will or Will's or son? Jade, I can't Jayden. remember. Or Jaden. Oh, yeah. But he, when he came, he, they said that he had like he had issues, like he was struggling with I don't know if it was depression or, or something like that. And they took I think him. He was on drugs, maybe. They, they kind of took I him think... in to help him out and and, and help him yeah. move forward. And, and she's kind of nurtured this um, relationship from that, and they've obviously got closer. And, and this has happened. And you know, the internet is saying if this was a man that had done this, mm -hmm. we wouldn't be like singing praises for finding herself and going out and making herself happy. She'd be yeah. And um. The question is this, would you have sex with a 48-year-old if you were 27? Would I have sex with would I have sex with a 48-year-old a or Jada Pinkett Smith? Jada Pinkett Smith. Could you do that to Will Smith? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't I could I do you know, this do you know a good what? Question. I, I couldn't do it to Will, man. I couldn't cuz I couldn't. Th think about it. August August is almost our age. 
and think about how much you love Men in Black. Yeah. So he he was yeah. there. Yeah. How old is he? I'm trying to figure out whether or not he has that appreciation for him. He's August. twenty. He's twenty-seven. He's twenty-seven now. He's, he's twenty-seven, 27 now. now. So what's that? Born night? What ninety-three? So he's in the same camp with us. It's like, yeah, I watched Men in Black. I loved uh, Wild Wild West, even Hitch. though it wasn't very good. Oh. But you know, you loved it when you were a kid. Yeah. I got a big Willie Star tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Millennium. Yeah. Just just like all of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on from Will Smith Will our thoughts are with you we we, you know, we we like to keep it sexy here at Talking Two Sugars yes we and do who am I to take away from the, the trend of sexy news I don't know if this is sexy or not <laughs> woman quits job to earn six figures a month acting as a dog on OnlyFans Jesus Jesus Christ I think I've I think I've seen I think I've seen her. Uh, you what you subscribe to her only. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Jenna Phillips, twenty one. Uh, if you're listening, what's up? Um, Definitely is. <laughs> worked, <laughs> worked as an optician for two years while she posted vanilla content on her OnlyFans page before she introduced kinkier videos and her followers surged. So essentially, yeah, she crawls around on the floor. She she whines and begs and picks up. Um, like tennis balls and stuff and brings them back and people say good girl to her. But the thing that makes me laugh, Jenna Phillips says that she's always kind of felt like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I mean, that is grade A journalism, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Absolutely perfect. Stories right She earns six figures doing this. I need to get on OnlyFans. <laughs> as a dog? And yeah. Whatever. To yeah. Earn the, earn the cash or as a subscriber? A bit, but a little from column A, a little from column B. <laughs> <laughs> she charges £16 a month. That's mad. Jesus. Seriously, I, it's the sort of thing that makes you think, why in the fuck am I wasting my time doing anything else? Yeah, I agree. Although I don't think people would pay that much to me see at, to see me act like a dog. There's only one way to find out. This will be the next <laughs> challenge that we get Louis to do. <laughs> no. She, said, she does say uh, in the story that most puppies on on there are men, um, so she's kind of found a little niche. Do women ah. tend to be foxes? So what we need to do is get Louis to dress up as a fox. No, no, probably not. <laughs> For the good of the pod, Louis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Louis. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I saw. I came across. I came across one of. Her <laughs> I'm sure you did. By happenstance. No, it was on it was on um, Twitter or somewhere, and um, it's just really weird. It's just really, really creepy. So hey, each her own. She's now earning six figures, and we are here making this podcast. So we, <laughs> <laughs> it, she's winning. That's uh, that's the news. That's the news. <laughs> no, I don't want to let this go. So yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Variety second. Too much. Yeah, probably too much. Hey guys, quick warning, this week's variety section is particularly grim, so uh, proceed with caution. When we started, we were doing myths and legends and such, and we decided to, you know, try something new each, uh, each week. And in the spirit of doing something new, I'm going to do what I did last time that I, uh, that I did this section, and that's uh, Am I the Arsehole? Seemed to go down well. And uh, I think... Um, I think I think it I think it worked. I think it was interesting. So, what I will say is that uh, I'm going to ask three of these, but I've got four prepared. The last one can kind of take a. I'm, I'm going to leave it up to you guys whether or not you want to 
continue along a uh, a certain line. I'm sure you at home or wherever you're listening to this can figure out what that's likely to be. Sex. Yeah. Or <laughs> you want to deal with something a little bit more uh, intellectually tickling. But uh, we'll, we'll start off nice and easy. So, am I the asshole for telling my boyfriend not to spit in our food? Now. Ew, yeah, what? I know. No. <laughs> Next <question>. <laughs> <laughs> right, so... These, um, they're not going to be too lengthy. They might be a little bit longer than they were before, but I think you will, uh, you'll want to hear these. Uh, so starting with this one, am I the arsehole for, um, telling my boyfriend not to spit in our food? So here we go. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have the person who submitted this to, uh, to Reddit. If this is your first time listening, am I the arsehole is a thread on Reddit where people go to, to confess, um, or, you know, feel like they need to, to share. All right, here we go. We're currently not speaking because of this issue. Since I find it gross and my boyfriend can't see my problem with it. I do most of the cooking in our relationship, which I'm fine with. However, occasionally my boyfriend will want to do some cooking together or do some baking. We do a lot of activities together, especially now we're both at home a lot more. The one thing I cannot stand is a habit he has when it comes to food. If my boyfriend thinks something is too dry or needs a better consistency, he will use his own spit and put it in the food. For example, the other day we were icing homemade cookies and I caught him thinning out the icing mixture by spitting inside the bowl oh. and mixing it in. This has been an issue oh. for some time. So he thinks, uh, so he, sorry, so he tries to hide it whenever he does it. Uh, but every time I catch him, I find it gross. He, his reply is to shrug and to tell me that I get more of his saliva in my mouth when we kiss anyway. So it shouldn't be a big deal and makes literally no difference. I've pleaded with him oh. to use water, but he says that the texture isn't the same and has pointed hey. out <laughs> that if I can't tell the texture is different, surely it doesn't matter that it's not water anyway. I know that in a way he's right, and it's uh... no, 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 he's not. <laughs> I know that in a way he's right, and it's not like I complain about his spit when we make out, but something about it being mixed with food just grosses me out. Am I the asshole for not wanting my boyfriend to spit in our food when we cook together? No, disgusting. So, you, so you don't think any uh, of that's valid? Uh, territory. Fucking. So you don't think that? No, no. All right, all right. No, okay, no. I'm purely playing devil's advocate. What about the stuff he said about the fact that when they kiss and stuff, she's... I mean, from nah, from, so. from the sounds of things, he's fine. He's very he Nobody salivates wants... when they kiss, which is weird. <laughs> I mean, people kiss all the time. Nobody wants somebody like even their partner to spit in their hey, mouth. Hey, whoa, hey, no kink shaming <laughs> over here. Um, yeah, people do a lot of things with their partners that they wouldn't do with food. Okay, all right. So, so I don't think you can hide behind kissing. And be like, yeah. all right, so, uh, I guess to yeah, stick your dick in the fucking food. Either. Exactly. <laughs> this means thickening. <laughs> 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 I'm going to thicken this custard real quick. You might want to look away. Does he? So, yeah, sorry. Also, so so does he do that for guests? Uh, It doesn't say. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I think it's Crack a valid question. He's got his. Is mother lawyer round? I um, need to thin out this icing real quick. So there, there is an edit. Uh, so what she says is, my boyfriend doesn't cook regularly, so he isn't serving this to anyone but me. Stroke himself uh, slash, you know what I mean. Stroke himself. <laughs> he has made <laughs> disgusted comments about serving staff spitting in customers' food before, so I know he finds other people's spit unhygienic. And I, again, playing devil's advocate. Let's all right. Let's 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 look at it for what it is. 
when he says that he's thinning the icing on their cookies or whatever. So he's adding moisture via spit. Is it is it like a germ thing that yes. puts you off? Because if they're baking these cookies, the, the germs aren't going to be there. It's because it's spit. Right. What do you mean? Okay, I'll tell you, okay, okay, okay. If we changed it and went, oh, I've got a thin yes. icing. Let me take a waz in the icing real right. quick. Get, I, don't, I haven't got any lemon zest and I need to thin right. it out, so I'll piss in it and give it some tang <laughs> and thin it out at the same time. <laughs> some tang. <laughs> You'd be like, no, that's disgusting. Okay, okay. Don't piss in my icing. What are you I doing? Think, I, I think my response to that would be... And also, God. using his logic back yeah. at him, if the staff spat in his burger yes. and then came out and gave him a kiss, is that now okay then? Well, all right. So I, my, my assumption is that he wouldn't want a stranger to give him a wet kiss. But because it's... Like, if it was her doing it, from the sounds of things, he'd be okay with it because they exchange saliva anyway. So... There's something very different about kissing someone and then spitting in your icing. Okay. So, from from the sounds of things, is she the arsehole? No. No. Okay, fine. I thought I had a more adventurous crowd than that, but whatevs. She should uh, serve him a glass of piss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Adisa submitted that question. I've never eaten a cake at Adisa's house again. <laughs> I bake these myself. Get that shit <laughs> but the icing is so thin, Robert. <laughs> That's my special thin icing it's recipe. Like a, it's like a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> right, so. Hey, me again. Um, if you thought that was bad, it is about to get worse. So, uh, again, quick warning. It's about to get really gross you might want to jump ahead uh, about eight minutes if um, you're not comfortable with the old uh, gross. The next one isn't Am I the Arsehole? It's Would I Be the Arsehole? And this one's a little bit grim, but bear with me. Again, it's a little bit lengthier than last time. W-I-B-T-A. W- yeah, W-I-B-T-A. Yeah, Would I Be the Arsehole? Would I be the arsehole for telling my husband he can't masturbate in the shower? Right. Why did you say masturbate? Ma- <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> masturbate. It's what it says. Masturbate. Am I supposed to say mass? What? I don't know. You, I don't know. You said it in the speech. <laughs> How am I it's supposed like you... to say it? I don't know. <laughs> it's like you pronounce every letter in it. I don't know. It sounded really strange. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Sharp, I need to read the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm Alright, if Robert keeps laughing, I'm just going <laughs> to fade him out. <laughs> Ever since we've been together, my husband, 34, has been must. <laughs> I don't want to say it now. Having a way. Having a... Having a go in the shower and lying to me 32 about it i don't know why they give their ages i don't care that he looks at porn or does that but he's got a gross habit he does it in a dry shower he leaves the evidence splattered vaguely in the direction of the drain and then entirely denies it when i dragged him in there and literally pointed it out he says he doesn't know what it is and guesses it's shampoo or something I confronted him about this countless times because I think it's revolting that I had to scrub his dried semen out of the tub when I wanted to take a bath. When we moved somewhere 
with two bathrooms, I told him that he needed to limit his activities to the spare bathroom and leave the main bath to me. He still vehemently denied it, but he also told me to stop demanding reports on what he does in the bathroom and trying to dictate how he does that. Ultimately, he agreed to let me have a bathroom to myself as long as I promised to stop harassing him about it. He started showering in the spare bathroom, so the semen got mostly rinsed away on its own and the fight was solved. Fast forward a year, we've had a kid and entirely stopped having sex. His decision, not mine. I think he's just not that attracted to my post baby body and would rather not look, uh, sorry, and would rather look at porn. So he's beating off a lot. At some point, he also started showering in my bathroom, so the semen just sits. Sorry. Uh, at so, sorry, this is long. At some point, he also started showering in my bathroom, so the semen just sits in his tub. The bathrooms are my chore, but I refuse to scrub his nasty tub. Now, the spare room has become the nursery, so the nasty bathroom is attached to our baby's room. I want to nip this in the bud before we start potty training because my kid shouldn't have to be subjected to that. I've been complaining to him about the musty smell in there for weeks, hoping he'd start cleaning up, but he didn't get the hint. I pulled back the shower curtain today and the drain is approaching, and you guys might know what this is, but I don't, pony jar status? Would I be the arsehole if I insisted that he stop masturbating in the shower, even though I promised uh, to never mention it again? So sorry, that was a long one. But I felt like the details needed to uh, to be in there. So uh, would she be the asshole? I mean, a man a man so, has uh, got to do what he's got to do, right? Ugh, I don't know what Sorry, don't 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 Google pony. What job. is it? Have you googled it? Yeah. And uh, it's a don't collection it. of uh, semen in a jar that appears to be days and days worth. So it's like. Uh, change consistency. Brown. And Did you just say a... brown? Yeah. And there's a My Little Pony in the jar. Yeah. Pony jar. Wow. That's disgusting. There I'm you so go, listeners. So we should put a warning. I, yeah, I feel like that needs like an additional thing because that's fucking gross. Brown. I don't know why, but um, the fact that it changes colour is, is a nightmare. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm struggling. Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd quite like I to leave it, it now. It separates, I guess. <laughs> So sorry. Yes. The so the issue is so he so the husband masturbates in the shower yes. and doesn't clean it away, which is nuts. He ha! so then they they've got a second nuts. <laughs> 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 they've, got, they've got a second bathroom which he goes yes. in, and she wants to stop him doing it in, in the second bathroom because they've now got a kid and the, it's the bathroom that's connected to. Yeah. Got you. I feel uh, she shouldn't make him stop masturbating altogether. No, of course not. But he should definitely just find like, a way to do it that isn't leaving it in the shower and or on the bathtub. Yeah. Why? Why like doesn't were... he just? Why doesn't he rinse the rinse it after? See, I think I, that's I, the fetish. It doesn't. It, it's that's it's weird. about being caught. It's about leaving it there. You make him sound. You make him sound like caught. a serial killer. <laughs> it, go, it sounds like a serial killer. <laughs> Sounds like that's the kind of shit they do. Something like, oh, Steve comes in here and he masturbates into a dry shower, and you're like, Fuck. now just turn the water on, man. Yeah, to me, the Why has it got to, to me, be dry? the weirdest thing about this is the dry shower. So he's yeah. not. It sounds yeah. to me like he's not getting in the shower and doing that. 
he, when he gets the opportunity, is just de-robing and just standing in the yeah, dry shower. He's fully, fully naked. That's if he's not weird. fully naked, it's weirder. May he jumps in like Ooh. jeans and t-shirt, and he just like undoes his zipper. <laughs> No, getting naked surely weirder. I don't know. There's something fucking weird. Undressing, undressing, nah. getting in the shower, masturbating, and then putting the same clothes back on. Yeah, I, both he undresses. Right, what about weird. this? What about halfway house? He gets in the shower, mostly naked. He's still got his shoes on. <laughs> 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 oh, he's he's Winnie Pooing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest, I uh, what I've tried to do here is pick ones that aren't too long. And ones where the, the, the kind of the headline grabbed me so that I, I don't know too much about it before we talk about it. But getting into them, I feel like I know which ways uh, this is going. Do you think she'd be the arsehole for telling her husband she shouldn't do this? No, I think as long he as shouldn't... it's as long as it's like, don't do this specific thing or like what or clean up after yeah. yourself. If she's saying like, don't don't have a wank. Yeah. All, and that's kind of an arsehole behavior. But if she's just like, stop getting in the shower naked, not turning the shower on and wanking into a dry <laughs> bath. Stop scuffing <laughs> the sides of the bath with your boots on. And... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I don't see the issue with that. Okay. Oh, God. It's something very upsetting about the fact that Yeah, the I agree. That's, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Wayne, what do you where do, where do you land? Uh, but, do you think a man's uh, got to do what a man's got to do, dry or not? No, just like anywhere else, dude. Like, yeah. Again, this like ladies, this is why you need to like in like, interrogate a guy before you like commit to him. You need to find <laughs> out all this shit like so much. You like before you've had a kid, like before yeah. like you you have to get this stuff out of the way early. Yeah, I agree. It's not exactly it's part of a normal conversation, though, isn't it? It's like you can't be like, oh, so what are you into? Oh, skiing, me too. Uh, when you touch yourself, is it in a dry shower or yeah, do you lay in bed? Sly. It's like it's like fourth date material. <laughs> 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 yeah. Star sign, hobbies, dry shower activities. Uh, okay, so <laughs> so yeah. How many other dry shower activities are there? <laughs> uh, Bob sledding. Well, yeah. practicing yeah. with your friends bobsledding bob is good practicing with friends opens up an entirely different conversation so yeah all right so i think we'd say no on that one and i and i agree so as i mentioned up top i do have four but i'm only going to do one more and it is up to you guys if you want to get graphic or you want to have a real kind of philosophical moral conversation about whether or not this person is an asshole now the two that i've gone through before um are kind of, you know, in that gross out and sex category. Do you want to go for something slightly more, you know, something something that stimulates the brain a bit more for our, for our dear listeners? And uh, me one last time. Uh, as I mentioned, I had four of these prepared, but uh, we only really had time to do the three. And these guys decided to do both anyway. So I've cut out the sexy and or gross one and uh, we'll release it somewhere, somehow, uh, sometime soon. But uh, in the meantime, enjoy the final Am I the Arsehole? Am I the Arsehole for not allowing my friend to bring her guide dog to my wedding? All right. So. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's far too easy. <laughs> yes. No, listen, Jesus listen, Christ. listen, yeah. God damn it. Yeah. 
Let's go to the gross. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. All right. Have a real philosophical. I, 28F, I think means female, will be getting married in September. I have a blind friend who mostly relies on her guide dog. The dog obviously has access rights to all places. Now, I am in a sticky situation and I can sense that I will be the arsehole. I have three chronic illnesses that I take 23 pill a day for. I'm not sure if that is like a brand, maybe in the US, or if she takes 23 pills a day. Uh, This includes severe asthma and, you guessed it, an extremely severe dog allergy. Usually, when I meet my friend, we meet in the open and I take two allergy pills. However, because of all the other medications I take, uh, these pills make me extremely drowsy to the point where I'm officially not allowed to drive and I usually crash as soon as I get home from our get-togethers. Our wedding will be very intimate, i.e. we will be in a relatively small room. I feel horribly about this, but I don't think that I can let my friend bring her dog. It just wouldn't work. I talked about it with my fiance and some friends. Finally, I talked to my friend about it, explained the situation and said that I would love her to come, but she can't bring her dog. I said that four of our mutual friends had offered to be on a roster and assist her should she need it. Alternatively, if she's not comfortable with this, she could bring a person of her choosing to the wedding or I'd pay for a professional aid for the day. I think it is important to note that her dog is not for any additional issues like seizures or uh, seizures or anything like that. Unfortunately, she was less than happy with my suggestions. She accused me of being ableist uh, and thinking her disability can be switched off for the day. I understand what I asked was a lot and it is difficult. Uh, sorry, it is a difficult topic. I told her to tell me if she changes her mind and I'd be happy to make arrangements, but I won't budge. Is she the arsehole? Bearing in mind, it's her special day. It's her special day. Uh, I imagine in her head, uh, the statistics would suggest otherwise, but it's the one time she's going to have this uh, wedding. And she wants it to be special, and she doesn't want to be drowsy or drugged up. Uh, She's offered to um, provide professional aid to her friend. Is she the arsehole? Nah. I think she's made accommodations and Mm. 23 pills. Like it's it's a lot to get through. Like I can mm. understand where she's coming from. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's it's tough. It's really tough. Um. Yeah, I can understand. Like, it's, I think the one of the questions is how uh, comfortable is her friend with the other forms of yeah, like getting around. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So does she always use her guide dog? Does she sometimes use a cane? Mm. Like, is she? Um, comfortable in, could she be made comfortable in other ways um, and also just like how drowsy are we talking like if she's just a little bit sleepy then I think it's a you might be a bit of an arsehole but if you're fully passed out you know barely can do anything yeah that's gonna yeah that's I mean it's, she says that legally legally she can't drive yeah. well she says officially but uh, yeah I assume that's that's a legal thing so she must be fairly drowsy um, but I mean, I get, she doesn't go into any more detail. What I've read is literally all she goes into. Um, I mean, if I guess if that was one of your close friends, would you just suck it up and be a little bit drowsy? Or or do you think uh, it's her friend who's being unreasonable? The one, uh, her, is it her her friend accusing her of being ableist and, and thinking her disability can be switched off for the day? Is that, uh, who like, is anybody in the wrong here? kind of just a tough situation yeah 
it's kind of yeah i think both both people are wrong to the other person because they both have things that the other person can't understand like 23 pills is a lot of mm. pills <clears throat> and then being blind is obviously like a big deal yeah. as well i think the drowsy thing is what it is so i, I agree with louise it's like if you're slightly drowsy and you mm. shouldn't drive that's one thing but at your wedding day, you'd like to think that your adrenaline would kick in and you'd kind of just be, you'd be so busy doing things at yeah. your wedding that you kind of wouldn't notice the yeah. pills. Whereas the other lady is obviously blind and has full trust in the dog and probably isn't comfortable mm. in other methods. And that's just how she lives her life. So you're kind of asking someone to change their whole way of living for your one day. Which is a bit... Maybe is a bit much. Well, I'm gonna have to push you. The talking to sugars definitive answer on whether or not this person is is an asshole. Actually, no. Well, Wayne, do you do you have anything to add, or do you kind of feel the same as these two? Nah, nothing to add. This is a tough one. Um... It's not as fun when it's not about someone spaffing in the dry bath, right? <laughs> I th- I think I think she assholes a strong word, but I think being drowsy is less of a big deal than not having a your your trusted guide dog with you. Mm. Even though there's other options, a professional aid, friends that can help? It it just it depends like those options aren't um aren't something that she uses every right. day. And so it's yeah. and so it's uh it's not like she's gonna be necessarily comfortable. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah, to be honest, me going well she'll have an aid, it kind of um it ignores the fact that she has what she is used to and that that's kind of important as well, as opposed to, you know, yeah. that's your problem and I know how to fix it as a non-blind person. So, yeah, I think that's that's fair. So, um, Wayne uh, and Robert, I'm guessing you're more or less in agreement with that? Yeah, I would say that I think the lady getting married is... Yeah, I, I'd say also is a, strong, is a strong word, but I am definitely more on the side of the lady with the guide dog. Cool. Um, yeah. Fair enough. I think even if you give her options, I think it's nice to give her the options, yeah. but she can't really understand what she's going through. Like, even if you had friends mm. on a rotor, that means you're essentially sitting there on your own during yeah. the switch and having to like try and talk to new people, but you can't, you, you've not, you're not independent. Yeah. Lots Whereas of the things. guide dog, she's independent. She can go around the wedding and do her own thing and be involved in her cool. own Cool. Okay. Mm. Essentially, you're going, I'll give you a babysitter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, uh, fair enough. I think you all kind of side on arseholes a bit strong. But uh, we don't do halfway houses on this pod. So, uh, as far as talking to sugars is concerned, uh, this lady is an arsehole and we hate her. Now, for the sexy one. Am I the arsehole? That wasn't sexy. <laughs> I mean, I'm aroused. Am I the arsehole? For asking my parents to read a piece I wrote, not warning them that it involves sexual graphic depictions of cunnilingus. Hey, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I told you, we don't have time for this this week, but uh, we'll make sure you get to find out what these guys thought on that question as soon as we can. Here we are for the reviews. This week we watched Clueless, the 1995 cult classic. That I, f- I feel like Clueless has definitely left quite the impression on the cultural zeitgeist. Like, we all know it quite well, 
but mm. there are some there are some big things that I probably didn't pick up on myself. Bearing in mind that I've seen this like two or three times, but it felt this week when I watched it, it felt like I was watching it for the first time almost. Without further ado, I'll give a quick rundown of the film, then we'll jump into the review just to get everybody's opinions about uh, what we loved about it, what we hated about it, um, and I'll go over a few points. Right, so here we go. I promise I'll be quick. Our protagonist is Cher Horowitz, a wealthy teenager living in 90s Los Angeles. Uh, we meet her best friend Dion, played by Stacy Dash, insert Yowza sound effect. We also meet her father, <laughs> top-notch litigator. We meet her ex-stepbrother Josh, played by the ever-youthful Paul Rudd. Insert Yowza. Sure. <laughs> Yowza. Cher is given a low grade in her debate class, prompting her to set up um, two of her teachers in order to improve their moods as well as her grades. Riding the popularity high that this act uh, has given her, Cher adopts the new kid, Ty, uh, played by the young, brilliant and uh, rising star that was, unfortunately, Brittany Murphy. Cher and Dion give Ty the Valley Girl makeover and attempt to set her up with the popular guy Elton, but Elton gets uh, a bit handsy and abusive um, when he drives Cher home from a party, leaving her stranded in the middle of the night. We then jump forward to Cher in class. We meet Christian, the handsome Rat Pack enthusiast, new kid in school, who Cher decides she might be ready to give up her virginity to. But he turns out to be gay or a cake boy. And if being a cake boy means that you're gay, then I am very gay. You stick with me. Ty, now having grown into a true valley girl, growing in popularity over Cher, confesses that she has a thing for Josh, uh, Cher's brother, or ex-stepbrother. Uh, Cher tells Ty that Josh isn't right for her. Ty epically roasts Cher by calling her a virgin who can't drive. Cher then takes a walk and ponders her feelings and priorities in life, coming to the realization that she has a crush on Josh, which is perfectly natural because they're only stepbrothers and there's no blood there, and that she would like to live a more introspective and charitable life by helping her school give charitably to the Pismo Beach disaster. Uh, Ty and Cher make friends. Ty realizes her feelings for the skater boy. Initially, she had said, see you later, boy, as he wasn't good enough for her. She had a pretty face, but her head was up in space. She needed to come back down to earth. And Cher and Josh admit their feelings for each other and get together as well. That is the plot of Clueless. Whew. Can I just say what you said? You said right at the end Ooh. now. What you said right at the end now. That, uh, that was quite catchy. You should write some sort of song um, using those words. Oof. I reckon that could really take off. Mm. Spell this, Spell skater with an eight. Oh, yes. And boy, uh, B-O-I. Right, I hope that wasn't too quick and uh, listeners, you were able to keep up with me. Now I turn it over to you guys. What did what were the conclusions on this one? How do we all feel about it? So, there's an elephant in the room. You brought it up several times. So they're only stepbrother and stepsister. But in the beginning of the film, they kind of go out of, out of their way, in my opinion, to make it apparent that there is some kind of family bond there. So they yeah. bring up, because she's like, oh, I don't want Josh to stay. And he's like, he's your brother. And then she's like, no, he's not. And then the dad's like, yep, brother. That's why he's coming to stay, because his mum's, you don't stop. You, you divorce mums, you don't divorce sons or some shit. And then yeah. when he comes to stay. Wives, you don't divorce kids, yeah. 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 And then when he comes to stay, she, again, she says, why don't you go home? He's not your dad. And she, he's like, yes, he is. Just because they got divorced doesn't mean I stopped seeing him as a dad. The new 
husband to my mum isn't great and goes on about it. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of, they, so they make a big deal about it and then ignore it. And now that is like the plot for every porno going. Yeah, I was going to say that. Stepbrothers and sisters going at it. Yeah. So when you uh, said it appeared in the cultural zeitgeist, yeah, it, it's to an extent you are, you are correct. It is uh, it's flipped directly into what we love on this show, uh, porn. It's what the people want. <laughs> Incest by the barrel full. <laughs> it's what... <laughs> <laughs> by the barrel full. Yeah, I I agree. It's it's a really weird, like he, it, they they make it out like the dad and Paul Rudd's mum weren't married for that long, and it's like, well, why 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 does he need to still see him? It's just really it's really odd. Um, it's a really weird setup. Why does Paul Rudd's character need to still see the dad? Yeah, I think what they kind of get at is that he's not he's there more to see Cher. I, I think, think it's kind of reasons where they end up with it. That's where they end up with it, though. I don't yeah. think that's true. I think he he <laughs> falls in love with Cher, and sh- and she does with him. But at the start, he's not yeah. like. I suppose at the start, it's more he he wants to, you know, get involved in the dad's business because he's studying yeah. law, and the dad's obviously like a high powered lawyer and stuff. I'd, um, I'd say it's a bit of both, it. to be honest. Um, it's a good reason for him to be around if he wanted to, like, like for the dad to keep him around, not just for the family bond, but as well as, like, maybe to take in a partner, somebody who's like a son to his law firm before Cher may or may not become a lawyer. That being said, there is a bit where, I can't remember how it how it happens, but uh, I think maybe it's when Cher goes off to the party with the um, aforementioned cake, and <laughs> I can't remember Paul Rudd's character's name. Um, what's his name? Josh. 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 Uh, Josh wants to uh, Josh wants to go as well. And he's like, eh, should I go? Should I go? And he's like, yeah, go. And the dad has like a little smile, almost like he knows. I don't know. if Is that the scene where he kind of smiles? Yeah. There's definitely a bit where the dad is like, like he, he knows that that might be happening. Yeah, because he's like, oh, I don't think that guy's right for her. Mm, I might be able to go and keep an eye out on her. But you, mm, yeah. Maybe. And then the dad's like, just go to the party, wink. So Incest by the barrel full. <laughs> so, um... If you're the dad in that situation, mm. uh, no. Before I ask that question, how old is Paul Rudd's character in this? <laughs> he's in, this movie? in college. He's in, he's in college. So mm. what? Nineteen, yeah. twenty, and she's 16? 16. 16. sixteen. Sixteen. He, she says she's sixteen years old. Yeah, because okay, she's end, just getting a license. Like, oh. Here's what happened yeah, yeah. next, uh, and it's a wedding. Yeah. She's like, "Ugh, gross!" As if I'm 16 years old. Yeah, yeah. that sounds familiar. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The age of consent in California is 18. Just, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for uh, researching that so thoroughly for us. Oh God, That's, no uh, problem. Just this movie out, took yeah. a dark twist. Yep. <laughs> it, but Paul Rudd, though, hey, <laughs> uh, I love that guy. Who doesn't? Is this, is this like Paul Rudd's first movie appearance? Yeah. He's been on TV before, okay. apparently, but this was his first film. He's very much Paul Rudd in it, though, isn't he? Really? Paul yeah. Rudd playing himself. A bit smarmy. Which is good. He's, he's good at what he does. Yeah. He's good at what he does. Yeah, he knows what he is, and he does it well. Yeah. Is he like the movie equivalent of, like, Chandler? Is that who he is? I think he might be, yeah. Yeah, he sort of gets yeah. those roles. Yeah. Yeah. It's really yeah, weird when yeah. he was in Friends. <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah. Am I seeing double or what? Um, also ah. in this film is um, Donald Faison from uh, yeah. Turk and Scrubs. He was in it. He played another of my. He favorites. played a very stereotypical college high school cool guy. Uh, high school cool guy. Is he the one that calls um, 
the guy a cake. Yes. Yes. I forgot to write yes. it down because he 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 uses about five or six. I don't know if one of you guys have got them there, but he uses about five or six different expressions for uh, a homosexual. Uh, Oscar Wilde reading, Barbara Streisand <laughs> ticket having, friend of Dorothy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Personally, I like Barbara Streisand, so yes. I don't see what the problem is. You also said you like cake, you so we're learning cake? a lot about you today. Yeah, I'd say he's a, he's a very stereotypical, stereotypical um, black guy in high school. Like they have him with his trousers way down, his lower half of his body. He was up. Yeah. He's like everything he does. It feels like the overcompensating for the fact that there are only two black people in this movie. I think and it's quite funny that. Robert's pointing out to us who the uh, <laughs> the stereotypical black guy is. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I actually quite the like the, his character. In the this. rest of us were like, "Oh, look, it's one I of really the brothers." Like. And Robert was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Look at how they're portraying black people in this movie." Pants. Hey, man! Silence is violence. Uh, I I also sorry, really like yeah, I on. also really like his his character. I think it's yeah. He's got some. He's sorry. because it's like an affluent high school, so it's like he's trying too hard. I almost yeah, feel like he li- yeah. he lives in a mansion with his black family, the same way that Cher lives in a mansion, yeah. but with her black family. Yeah. But do you think do you think you like his character because you've seen him as Turk in Scrubs? I actually used to watch um, the TV show as well, the Clueless TV show. Yeah, me too. I think I did. I think I did. I'm not sure. But I didn't know if. But yes, that I definitely liked helps. Him before I saw Scrubs, but yeah, it probably has increased it. So you like, yeah, do you know what I mean? So you like the actor, and so you're yeah. drawn to the character. So when he's on the screen. Also, he's not, like he doesn't f- feel like a dickhead, but uh, yeah, he doesn't seem like a dickhead. Everybody else seems a little bit off. Like, I'm not a big fan of the other characters because of. I like Travis. Right, so Travis I'd like cool. to actually get into like who we do and do not like and yes. like, sort of why. Because I think mm. that Cher is. She's not the best person, but you do quite like her. Oh, she's. I think she's definitely likable. I think she's. Yeah. Yeah. She oh, yeah. always tries to do the right thing. Mm. It's not. Um, oh, yeah. Jesus oh, God. Christ. <laughs> I have, she doesn't uh, do anything have, maliciously. No. I have no. I have zero emotion towards her. Oh, that's fair. Because she's she, okay. You're saying there's no, she doesn't do anything maliciously, but the, this film isn't. A, like malicious film. She's manipulative. She is, and she does things selfishly for as well. Good. She bring that up quite a bit. For well, for good eventually, but initially it's kind of for her. Although that being said, she doesn't at any point manipulate anybody into doing something for her that works out bad for them. Yeah. So yeah, 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 she, yeah kind of all works out. Like if she gets better grades and two of her teachers start a romantic relationship that also benefits them. That's a win-win. That's yeah. like that's good for but everyone, she, right? She does try and talk herself into getting another driving test, even though she may be the worst driver in the state of California. That driving test was one of the funniest scenes in this movie, <laughs> I think. When she's just driving down two lanes and then she almost hits a cyclist and then she just scrapes up along somebody's car. <laughs> and then when the guy tells her to pull over, she kind of turns a corner and is just still almost in the middle of the road (laughs) while they had that conversation. I thought that was quite good. I quite like that. Why, this might be an American thing, but why is she driving without a license? She's not allowed to, but she has a provisional. Yeah. Yeah, in America, I think you can drive with provisional licenses. Uh, To be honest with you, most of the characters in this are 
somewhat likable. I don't, I don't think there's any aside from the guy that they try and set up. Uh, Elton. In the, I can't Elton, yeah. Elton. He's an Elton. Yeah, dick. Yeah, Elton's a knob. Other than I've that, actually... everybody else is is, is run of the mill, pretty standard, pretty. Um, the other lawyer mm-hmm. guy who kicks off when Cher. Oh yes, the guy who is well. one day behind on work and yeah. gets angry at teenagers, <laughs> then says, "I'm going to call in <laughs> sick let's, tomorrow." Let's take a second though. Let's take a second though, as people with jobs, right? Yes. And just yeah. think about it. You've been working shit hard on something for like weeks on end. Yeah. And then someone comes in, gets involved, not really sure what they're doing, and yep. puts you a day back. That I shit probably, would be frustrating as shit. You, yeah, but you wouldn't give... As an if adult. it's such an important project, you wouldn't give pieces of work to untrained, unemployed teenagers who are just, like, helping but out. It was her yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably be less... I'd be less likely to give legal work to 16-year-olds. Yeah. But it was her dad. Because he says it's... So her Sorry? dad gave it to her initially and was like, I'll do all the yeah. dates with the 23rd of September. And obviously there's yeah. a, something must happen where she comes over and she must she must have been like, my dad got me to do this. Do you want me to do it for you guys as well? And they've gone, yeah. And then she I... took it upon herself to do the rest of the papers and split them into two piles. While the bloke in suspenders was busy doing lawyer stuff. I didn't really get what the issue was. What does she, she do? It For me, it just... She she might have highlighted some stuff. Yeah, I think she'd like miscategorized not... something and then separated the papers out. That bitch. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say that that did occur. Would you then deliberately not take responsibility for it and think, you know what, I'll call in sick tomorrow? They make a point of making her dad an asshole, though. Like saying that oh, he's like a really yeah. big ass face. I- I liked the dad. Oh, the dad's I a liked, character. Quite like that. When when um, Cher first tries to introduce uh, uh, Ty, and so they go, they're, they're oh, there for dinner, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Ty's sitting in his seat, and she's yeah. like, hi, daddy, this is my friend Ty. And he's like, get out of my chair. <laughs> <I'm> like, that's, <laughs> that's excellent. And also, something I plan to do at the first given opportunity. I thought that was excellent. The dad has some of I'm the best just, lines. But that's just it. That comes with like, I don't know, age, I guess. If you were watching it as a kid, you wouldn't be like, that's funny, I like that. Maybe. Because you're not maybe. thinking about it from that angle. Yeah. True. Yeah, maybe. That's true. And, and that's why right. I'm saying, yes, the guy who's a lawyer talks to her. He should, should he say what he says? No. Do I understand the frustration that someone's <laughs> coming and fucked up your work? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, fair. Uh, just to move the conversation on a, uh, a touch. Go, man. I'm particularly interested. Uh, how does everybody feel about Brittany Murphy? I don't know what sort of... As a person? Well, I mean, I always quite liked her as an actress. And then when I found mm. out she died, I was like, oh, goddamn. And then actually when I saw her in this, I was like, fuck. I, I forgot that this was like early career before she'd had either lost weight or like had surgery. So it doesn't quite look mm. like her. But yeah, I think she's such a good character and like a really good actress in this. She's fantastic in this. Like she's absolutely incredible. Um, she's a great character, and think she plays it really well. I don't. I was thinking about this. I remember Brittany Murphy, but I don't really remember other than this movie. I don't really remember much that she's been in. Sin City, Eight Mile. Those are the main two that I remember. Yeah, who's she in Eight Sin City? Cl- Clive, Clive Owen's. Yeah, Clive Owen's girlfriend. girlfriend. The one where he jumps yeah. out the window and she's like, "He's a cop," and he doesn't quite hear her. I need to watch the film again. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I mainly remember an eight mile, but like girl, girl interrupted is meant to be really good. That's one of her big movies, but I've not watched it. Yeah, I've heard that's meant to be really good. 
something I don't know if you were going to get to this Wayne, but um, some of the their their phrases in this movie. Ah, uh, yeah, slang. Um, and, I uh, think yeah, some of their slang. The lasting impression. Um, I would like to give a quick shout out to Mona May, who was the costume designer for this. Uh, apparently, it was oh, one of yeah. her first films. Like she'd only really mm. been the fashion designer before this, and then she got called out by the director Amy H. Sorry, I can't remember her last name. But yeah, she got um, the director came to her and said, oh, "I really like your work. I'd like you to work on this film that I'm doing." And oh, nice. yeah, wow. I mean, some of the costumes are amazing, especially Dion's mm. hats. I want I'm one of Dion's hats. I'm reliably informed by my other half that this film had influence on fashion for women in the yeah, future. Definitely. It's, it's one of the most fashionable films on, ever. Uh, I would say. What Adisa said, it's not it's not slang, but it made me laugh uh, more than it should have probably. But when they're talking about the fact that um, Sherry's a virgin, yes, and they're kicking off about it, and then is it Dion, her mate Dion? Yep. He's yeah. like, she's not she's not a virgin, or you know what we should say is hymenly <laughs> hymenly chavish. If I the thing is, there's a few of these, and I wish I'd noted them down as they happened. I've actually um, got a list if you wanted to go through them. Oh yeah. Right, so I've got as if, which obviously, yeah. I mean, clueless, it's almost like the catchphrase for the whole thing. Whatever. Whatever was apparently already in use, but it's when... Um, what, the word whatever? Yeah. Well, use it, that it was the hand sign that... Oh, yeah, yeah. my dad does that. Clueless popularized. Wu-Tang uh, Wu also borrowed it. Jeeping. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you caught that one. Uh, you remember oh, when... Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, when Dion and um, Donald Faison Murray. first... Got into the uh, argument, and she says, "You've been jeeping," which they're yeah. having sex in a jeep. Right on. Does that mean that you have to have different words for every single make of car? Yep. <laughs> Went Volvoing the other day. I've been <laughs> cash kying. <laughs> I feel sorry for you. Oh, that's gross. I went skodering. Oh, that sounds disgusting. Fiat five hundreding. Calling a lady a Betty. Which I would like to start using. I feel like it doesn't quite work with my accent. Is that uh, Betty? Is that from Christian? No. Um, Cher calls Cher when she's talking about her mum. She uh, says uh, her mum is a total Betty, which apparently uh, comes from Flintstones. Yeah, that's who came to. I can't think yeah, of another yeah, yeah, Betty. I know. And uh, let's face Broca. it, better was Betty was uh, hotter than Wilma. Lodies to describe stoners. I didn't even hear that. Before you continue, sorry, because you've mentioned that now. Yeah. This film takes a very light approach to drug and alcohol abuse in young teenagers. It really does. Yeah. So, like, they bring Hang up on. the fact that... Yeah, go on. No, no, you go. go so, they bring, so, obviously, so there's a scene where they're at a party, and they, yeah. this, one of the slackers is um comes over with some beers, and he drops he drops the beer on Cher's shoes, and she kicks off about it because they're Swede or something. It's Travis. Um, Robert. Is, is, it tra- is it Travis? Yeah. Yeah, yeah slacker, one of the slackers. The group of slackers as they're known in the in the film. The skater boy. He um he says to make it up to her, he'll give her a joint. And they're just like, Okay, it's the least you can do and then it's just casual, like there's no problem. And then later on we see uh, Travis again when he's giving donations to a charitable fund and he's handing over his bong and he says he's met a group and they've got twelve steps to help him and that would now imply that what he has is an addiction. Yep. that he needs help for. And then just blow it off casual, like, yeah, we're nice, well done. But he must also be 16 years old. Yeah. I was going to say, why is there a 16-year-old going through the 12 steps? Like, that's weird. And it just seems very worrying. casual. Very uh, yeah. 
easy. And, and then obviously the same with the alcohol because I go to the party and there's just beers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I feel like that's just American teenage movies. Because when Ty first comes and she's first talking to Cher and Dion, she says yeah. something about um, uh, about smoking, some herb. smoking the herb. And then they're like, no, we just have a Coke as in like Coca-Cola. And she's like, oh, you got Coke here. She's weird. I think that's all fine. I think the, the kind of weird, awkward handbrake turn is with Travis at the end because mm. I think it's fine that she takes drugs because she's a New Yorker and whatever and she's come to their fancy school and they go to a party and there's some drugs I think it's weird when they take the turn and Travis is in in the 12 step program yeah. because then it goes from being this kind of generic drug use party to being damn that kid's got a problem yeah, yeah. exactly but it's so casual because she's just like nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> that'll go over with the kitchenware or whatever she's doing. yeah I'll take your bong over there shove it with the blender lovely how do you guys feel about the pacing of this because like I feel like we're talking about sort of near the ending yeah. and yeah, yeah you're right this does sort of come out of nowhere I while I was watching it I did feel that there was it flows quite well but there is like a stop start nature to it and I was like I wonder if this was always meant to be a TV show and the answer is yes it was originally written as a TV show when the director took it to one of the studios they said this is far too good. You have to make a feature out of it. It feels it feels Sorry. like that because it feels like it. Um, they start and there's the there's the storyline with the teachers and trying to get them to fall in love with each other. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, this is this is what the movie's going to be about, and then that's kind of done, and then it muddles around a bit, and then ties introduced, and another storyline starts, and it's yeah, mm. uh, yeah. That makes complete sense to me. So they did the film, and then they brought out a TV show after that. Yes, yeah. the yeah. next year. So why? I assume this film was somewhat. Must have been somewhat successful. It's hugely successful, right numbers. apparently. So why didn't the why didn't she reprise her role as Cher in the TV show? Because apparently she signed a contract pretty much straight after this because she was a huge star all of a sudden after this. Mm. Yeah. Same well, with Paul Rudd. Rudd. Uh, yeah, Paul Rudd. Big, um, they were just big stars. Yeah, so he went up and did other things. The, uh, he was in this, um, and he was just a rising star. So it was like, well, I'm not going to do a TV show because back then TV was mm-hmm. dead. Like, if you don't have a career yeah. if you're on TV yeah. nowadays. It's different. It's a whole new ball game now. Like you, you get your own Netflix ten episodes or whatever, and all that. Like that's a big, all your your own HBO show. Matthew mm. McConaughey and that they're all on TV now. When they're these guys are big, big actors. Um, what's George Clooney, uh, have shares, one soon. the actress who plays Cher's name? Alicia, Alicia Silverstone. Silverstone. Alicia Silverstone. Her thing that she's doing with her lips through the whole film. Mm. Um, that kind of I, I yeah. I'm doing yeah. it on on camera. You can't it's see gross. that. It's gross. This is. <laughs> <laughs> it is, gross. is that? <laughs> is that? Um, I mean, if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm. You must know what I'm talking about. Is she? Is that for the character, or is that the act? Is that just how the actress is? I, I, I mean, the only other thing I think I've seen her in is it just for the character? Because the only other thing I've seen her in Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, one of those. And I don't remember if she does that. Is so is, that's just the character. She does. She's not constantly kind of. I'm doing it again. You might be able to hear it. So. It'll be um. It'll oh. be oh god! I didn't know the human lip could move that way. <laughs> it'll be a ter- it'll be a terrible tale for Batgirl, wouldn't it? You got that weird lip movement, and everyone's like, hmm, "Who could Batgirl be?" Wait a minute, huh. she's doing that same face shit. It's her. It's it's, it's Cher from Clueless. Um, <laughs> moving it. Just going back quickly to the to the TV show before we continue. I, I was surprised to find out. Was it? Rachel Blanchard, who, who plays Cher in a TV show, would then later on go and be in Peep Show. 
Yeah, um, I looked this up and I was like, why do I recognise her? What was she yeah. in? Peep show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, shocking, shocking. Who who's she in Peep Show? Oh, I don't know if they get Peep Show in um, America and Romania. <laughs> I think it's become like a bit of a thing in America because oh, good. You know the Are We the Baddies sketch from Mitchell and Webb. Yes, I, yes, 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 yeah, yes. I think that's given <laughs> Which, them by the way, a bit of a more international following. That's like their first sketch in their first episode. It's damn good. It is good. It is She's good. Um, uh, Nancy, the American. Yeah. What's um, the actress's name? Rachel is Rachel something. Rachel Blanchard or Blanchard. Yeah, she's Nancy, which surprises me. I have only. Just oh, made she's that also she's also in um, Ding. Flight of the Concord. Yes, yes, she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not crying. <laughs> right, uh, onto some scores. I think yeah, we've had a good old chat about this one. So I'm, I'm yeah, I'm quite curious to see where everybody puts this one because I don't feel like this was like the blockbuster of the century where you're sort of like on the edge of your seat waiting to see what happens it's quite a slow burner mm. even though you're quite engaged throughout yeah. Yeah. no 365 days oh. that's for sure no erections over <laughs> not enough boats fuck. I was on the edge of my seat for that I was edging the whole time <laughs> <laughs> scores if you please views? gentlemen uh, Edisa we'll go alphabetically I oh. Six, I think. I I had an okay time with it. I was kind of like waiting for it to wrap up after a while. It was okay, like it was good. It's 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 a solid hour and a half. Yeah, six. Okay. Um, Louis. Um, I like this movie. I, I it, for it is incredibly fashionable. Um, I think <laughs> another um phrase or another line that I really liked when the dad I think first meets Christian says, you think the death of Sammy Davis left an opening in the Rat Pack? Which was one of my favourite <laughs> lines. Um, there's a lot of actors that I really like in this, and I think this is the first movie I saw them in. Uh, and so started kind of that love affair. So Like Alicia Silverstone, Stacey Dash, although I've gone off her in recent years, Paul Rudd's obviously Brittany Murphy, Donald Faison, Brecken Mayer, who's um, Travis, obviously from Road Trip as well. Road Trip, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. It muddles around a little bit. Uh, yeah, it takes a little, like we're saying, the kind of stop start nature of it puts me off a little bit, but it's a good watch. And um, yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm going, I'm feeling like a seven or an eight. All right. Rob? Fucking generous. Um, yeah, I think for me, the stop start nature for me kind of broke up the flow. So you kind of didn't know, you kind of jumped from scene to scene. And I'm not sure if it was meant to be a comedy or if it was just like a short coming of age tale, but I didn't laugh that much. And I'll be honest, I was I was fairly bored for a lot of it. Although I do like a lot of the actors and actresses in it. Um, so for, for me, middle of the road, five. Five? Oh, God damn. That, that's fair enough. I reckon I'm going to go a seven on this one. Yeah, like you guys, I, I, like I said, I felt that like TV show, like there's an arc and then another arc and then another arc. And you sort of, yeah. you're learning one thing and then you're not. Um, and then it's just sort of over. And then you have to sort of learn something new. Uh, like a new story beat. Um, mm -hmm. But no, I quite enjoyed the research I did afterwards. It, this is actually um, based on uh, the Jane Austen novel, um, Emma. Yeah. Yeah, so it was, it was the Jane Austen novel, Emma, and then they brought that scenario and those characters into a Beverly Hills settings. And I thought it worked quite well. And apparently it was sort of attempted afterwards with other films. Oh, Fucking hell, Emma. Yeah, oh, so yeah, I've seen O. Yeah. O's and more. Me and Louis watched O at did college. We? 
I yeah. had to watch it at college as well. Oh yeah, is that where I first saw it? Well, I was going to say. So I, re- I'm a fan of O. I, I quite like O. But if O is like a more direct. It's more of a direct copy of a thriller. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize this was uh, kind of the story of Emma until I was like researching it for for today. Um, but I think o, uh, Emma, sorry, is also where me and Adisa first met. Yes. Reading Aww. Emma in AS English literature, and I hated <laughs> that book. I mean, reading Emma is a little bit of an exaggeration. Yeah. It kind of being there (laughs) while I pretended to know what I was talking about. (laughs) Yeah. This is all very highbrow all of a sudden. I know. Let's discuss the classics. (laughs) Right, so I say we've got... I'm not sure what that works out to. 18.5 plus 7 divided by 4 equals... Pretty good movie. Like, it's a 6 or (laughs) 7. Did you just say 18.4 divided by 4 equals pretty good movie? Yeah. (laughs) That's that's maths. He's he's not wrong. Yeah, it's all right. You hate yourself for watching it. I give it a solid recommendation. Get out there, watch it, at least for... Uh, to up your fashion game. Stay in and watch it, because don't, don't go out. It's scary outside. <laughs> One thing, just before we finish on this movie. Yeah. If anybody out there is listening, and I'd encourage you you three to do this as well. At the wedding, at the very end of the movie, that uh, while, while the uh, wedding's happening, you see Paul Rudd, uh, Josh. You can't hear what she says, but I'm pretty sure that the lady sitting next to him goes... I'm an extra. Blah, 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 blah. Seriously, go back and watch the movie. I wondered what she said. I did wonder what she said, because you can see her. She mouths something, and you can hear it slightly. But I I didn't... slightly? Oh, okay. I don't... Yeah, Uh, maybe, like, if you turn up the volume to, like, 120%, you might be able to hear it. I might go back and have a look at that. (laughs) I I try... Because I... I mean, I didn't spend too much time on it, but I went back once, and I'm pretty sure she says, I'm an extra, blah, 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 blah. You... You fucking lie. Don't you lie to us on this podcast. You went back at least 15 <laughs> times. At least 15. It was like CSI in your house. You were zooming in on lips. You were like, I was zooming blah, in blah, lips. blah. Definitely. Magnify it 15 times. Sharpen. Time blah, 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 blah. Quick fire round. Quick fire questions. Quick fire round. 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 Quick fire questions. Uh, if you're new to the pod, we do this every week. I'm going to pose three questions uh, in would you rather format to the lads. Um, two of them are going to batter it out to see who's got the best answer. The uh, the other chap who's not answering will give me a bit of a hand in judging which one's best. They've got 15 seconds and at the end they all win my love and adoration. But nothing yeah. of monetary value. This week, uh, I don't know if you've seen kind of floating around on the interwebs, the shopping trolley experiment. So if you've not seen it, I saw this. This, is, this is apparently the perfect test of whether man can govern himself or herself. So the shopping trolley, replacing, putting a shopping trolley back in, uh, in, in its rightful place is a good thing. It's the right thing to do. It makes everything easier for everyone else. But you're also not going to get fined or arrested or punished in any way if you don't do it. And so there's a school of thought that it's it represents the perfect challenge for mankind. And your reaction will, will determine what kind of person you are. In that kind of vein, I thought I'd pose some uh, hopefully ethical kind of questions. Um, ethical, oh, shit. extremely tenuous links here. But yeah, and see how the guys do. No extra time. 
for moral quandaries. So, uh, so yeah, get your, <laughs> get your thinking caps on. Before we start, we don't have any fancy buzzers or uh, gongs here. So the lads usually chime in with their own names. Um, so, but I'll ask, I'll ask anyway, anyone got anything special up their sleeve? I am going to use my special gong Ooh. now that you mention it. The production value has gone up tenfold. I might buy an actual gong for this. So this has got a gong. Wayne and Rob will just be saying their saying their uh, saying their own names, and there you go. There is the gong. Um, oh yeah. We're gonna kick off with a Titanic battle. Uh, we're gonna go for Wayne versus Robert. Ready, chaps? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Your question is: Would you rather be poor your whole life but live an honest life? Or get rich through illegal means. Wayne. Wayne in very quickly. Wayne, you ready to go? Yeah. Your time starts now. I would rather get rich by illegal means because having the money, I can do good with the money. The law is only in place. It like The law is not morals. The law is just some ideas that people have that they agree are time. wrong. Whereas I may not agree with those. So. All right. Okay. So rich through illegal means. Someone's not getting a visit from Santa Claus. Uh, Rob, you're going to be poor, but, uh, poor but honest your whole life. Uh, ready? Time starts now. Hey, money is not everything. You can be poor in money, but you know, rich in, in other things. You have a great family and, and a generally happy life. If you're committing crime seat or money, you're definitely hurting somebody. So you might have a load of money, but even if you're ignoring the law, you're you're bothering somebody. But you can just be happy and have a good life. You don't need the Time. money. Nice. Very, uh, very, very, very uh, heartwarming. I've said this there, before, I and I say it again. I, I take this round very seriously. <laughs> it was not nearly enough pornography or fascism in either of these answers, so they're both disqualified. Uh, no, Adisa, um, bit, bit of help. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. So first of all, I thought you were going to say be poor and honest or whatever, and then say. Uh, get rich or die trying. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather be Jar Rule or Fifty Cent? <laughs> Fifty Cent. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jar. I think it's funny. I think it, I think it's funny that in this Jar Rule is poor. <laughs> <laughs> um, got that fire money. Okay, so I think I'm gonna go Wayne. And that's because I don't think living uh, by illegal means means like you don't get to have the family and all that because you can shot weeds and have your family there. Like, it's fine. Woo! Legalize it. <laughs> well, no, because if they legalize it, you're out of a job. <laughs> no, I'll open up a weed dispensary. That's not illegal. Oh, right. I have to do illegal Still things. People, though. Keep it Still illegal. People. You're turning people onto drugs. They've got to get on a 12-step program when they're 16 years old. That's ruining a fucking life right now. <laughs> Nice. I liked both answers, actually. I thought they were both... I'd say they're both quite heartwarming. Mm-hmm. I am going to go for... Wayne. Yeah. I think, I, I think you're right. I, Rob made a good point. You are kind of hurting people. But I think the uh, the wording of the question means there's, there's quite a lot of wiggle room in... So you can get rich from one illegal act and then do... The rest of your spend the rest of your life doing good deeds, which is basically what Wayne's getting. I at. think it says a lot about the morality of this pod that you both went for someone that has committed a crime to get rich quick, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, this wins the point. Like, it's, it's no problem. Why would I, I be think happy and poor when I can be rich? Only fans says much more about the morality of this podcast. 
um, uh, number two, uh, question two, Figgy, number B. Uh, we will keep with uh, Wayne. You can you can stick on um, and defend your crown, and you're going to be taking on Adisa. Um, so the question is slight, slight, I suppose slightly different, um, different format almost. Basically, I'm going to say something. I want whoever chimes in first to choose whether they can make the case for or against, uh, and the other person has to do the opposite. So make the case for or against jilting. And jilting for those uh, for those who haven't watched Peep Show, uh, leaving someone at the altar. Four. Wayne right. is Wayne is choosing four. Wayne, Wayne. <laughs> Wayne is Thor. Wayne's Thor. <laughs> uh, so Wayne's chiming in. He's going to take the um, the four position. So he's four, leaving someone at the altar. You are one brave motherfucker. Be, I must be, say. <laughs> yeah, I'm judging your morals today. You are like uh, criminal <laughs> over here. Yeah, I'll leave a person at all. No worries, no problem for me. <laughs> uh, Wayne, you have 15 seconds and your time starts now. Um, to leave somebody at the altar, if you truly believe that the love is not there or perhaps that marriage is the wrong idea, I believe is for the greater good. Like, um, if your option is to jilt, then it's better to get away um, under cover of darkness, like through the worst possible means to save yourself and then... Time. <sighs> Under the cover of darkness. <laughs> I would have appreciated a um uh, a catchphrase in there, as in like, if it ain't to the hilt, then you must jilt. I don't know. Edisa, uh, <laughs> you're going against jilting. Your time starts okay. now. Okay, so I'm a big believer in communication, and I think that if instead of communicating, you jilt them, then you could possibly scar them and leave your partner or what was to be your lifelong partner worrying about what's wrong with them. If you communicate afterwards, then there may be an amicable way that you can fix things in a way that they time. leave the relationship well. Time. God damn, not a fascist rhetoric insight. Uh, this is what? This is number 17? I think that might be the first grown-up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robert, help me out. You um, you leaving people at the altar? I, I find it hard to believe that someone that would commit crimes to get rich is now like, let's open up the doors of communication and <laughs> see what we can do to help people. I think, I think the issue with the issue with Adidas is that if you're at the point where you're gonna jilt, then you're not you're not at a place to talk it over. Like you can't it can't be rectified. You're thinking about leaving, mm. and I think at mm. least Wayne's way is a bit like ripping off a plaster. Like it's it's bad, but ultimately maybe you'll both feel better in the long run. Mm. But if I give it to Wayne, then he wins, and I might as well just not play that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's very true. But I I think I'll give it to Wayne because I think it's quite tough oh. to. It's tough to be pro jilt, and he did a, he put a good case forward. <laughs> I I agree. I think that's. I think it was a very brave first step to say you're pro. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yes, not showing up is braver than having the difficult conversations. No, picking to picking, picking. to defend jilting in this conversation. Yeah. Okay, okay, no, all right, fine. Okay, no, 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 all right, all right. Is braver than running into a building to save a puppy lady. <laughs> <laughs> a brave man sure right that. there a true hero of the United Kingdom um, I kind of agree Like, I think I agree with the, the theory of Adisa's but 
I think how it plays out is Wayne's answer is better. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to give the point to Wayne. Yeah, I'm very pleased. In fact, with I myself. am. I'm going to give the. I am going to give the point to Woo! Wayne. Um, so Wayne, congratulations. Uh, third question. Uh, fuck you all. We'll see you next. No, uh, we'll do the third question just to decide who's the loser. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so question question number three. Um, we've got Edisa versus Robert, obviously. Uh, the two pointless nobodies uh, in the pod this week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> question is, would you rather f- would you rather fight a gorilla or a small child? Edisa tagging in. It's, that was I was I was gonna worry about morals enough. <laughs> would you basically? No, no. Would you rather likely get beaten up or beat up a small child? I don't know, I'm pretty sure yeah. I could take a child. I, I mean, I've gone. I've, 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 yeah. I've buzzed in. Ed, Edisa's buzzed in. Um, Edisa, time is on you. Go. I'd like to be alive. Um, so I'll I'll fuck up a small child. I don't give a shit. Jeez. I'll be alive, and the and the fucking the kid will be alive. He will be beat up, but he will live. No, it's like I'm I'm limiting deaths here, man. And I think ultimately I'm... that is the real moral prize. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, Robert, you're fighting a gorilla. Why? <laughs> <laughs> time, time is on you. Go. You say, tell me, tell me why I'm fighting a gorilla. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did. I did like the message you sent me on Facebook. We got into an entanglement. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's your option. Um, yeah, go. Uh, fighting a gorilla. It depends on the degree of fighting, really. Physically fighting or a fight with words. Gorilla can't speak. Louis. <laughs> So I'm there fighting him with my mind, like a smart man would fight a gorilla. And he's just looking at me like, who the fuck's this person? What's this white man saying to me in the jungle? That made no sense. Time. Time. <laughs> uh, Wayne, I'm, I've got to bring you in I'm here. not sure. Um, Make some sense of what this. The, what of, do you mean? I know, I know. <laughs> exactly. What do you mean you're not sure? He's killing a child. I'm shouting at a gorilla. I mean, come on, people. I'm not killing I, any child. Like if you when... beat up a child, it dies. It doesn't live. No, Adisa said that he's fight. limiting deaths. Um, I've got to get on board with that. You can't fight... <laughs> You can't fight a child and limit. Death. You can't fight a fucking I'm gorilla. I'm not. I'm shouting at him. I'm fighting him mentally. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the question. There's no deaths there. How many? Look, look it up right now. You Google gorilla deaths via mental abuse. Zero. Okay. Zero. No, I won't do that. Zero deaths by me going, "Hey, gorilla, your mum." Like, there's no deaths. Zero. You better hope he doesn't know sign language. Fucking, you go and uppercut a child. See how that turns out for you. Don't do that. Don't uppercut children, people. <laughs> no challenge has been set. He also didn't say uh, how old where... the child was. That was probably what I would have gone for. Seventeen. That's Another much small better. child. That's much better than like having a fight with a two-year-old, isn't it? I right, man. If they want to start the beef, right? You're going to give a point to that? Happen. Nah, I'm leaving. All right, these fucking. <laughs> <I'm leaving. laughs> uh, Wayne, what was your? What were you going for? Uh, I'm I'm going with the Disa. I. I enjoyed quite. I've kind of enjoyed both of these answers. The 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 limiting death thing is a really um, key point, but fighting a gorilla with your mind, 
I think takes the takes takes Aww. the point for me. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know how it's gonna work when you're hurling insults at a rampaging, but I'd like to see it happen. Is what I'm basically it's the case here. You'd is... like to see Robert on a different side of the class <laughs> while a gorilla just does whatever a gorilla is doing. Would I rather see Adisa beating a small child? You would or, love to see that, or Robert fighting a gorilla and i would much rather like to see robert i do all your favorite tekken moves now. <laughs> <laughs> uh so, so there you go um i think we've all learned something about ethics today <laughs> uh wayne's the winner um Whoops. and tune in next week for some more quick fire questions Right, I guess we'll uh, call that another week for uh, Talk and Two Sugars. Hope you enjoyed the pods. Uh, always happy for you guys to, to let us know. And if you'd like to, please let us know by uh, following or uh, messaging us at Talk and Two. That's the number two. Sugars on uh, on Twitter. Uh, if you want to reach us individually, you can reach uh, Mr. Wayne. Oh, that might be confusing. Never mind. You can reach him at Miles Behind, and that's Wayne, and that's Miles with the Y. Bye, Wayne. Say goodbye to the people. Uh, goodbye, people. Thank you. And uh, you can reach Louis at Mr. Antwi. That's Mr. A-N-T-W-I. Say goodbye, Lou. Goodbye, people. <laughs> and uh, Robert at uh, Mr. R-J-L on Twitter. Uh, say goodbye, Robert. Goodbye, Lou. Mr. Romeo Juliet uh, Lima there with his goodbye. And uh, you can reach me at Mr. Adisa. That's Mr. A-D-I-S-A. Uh, if you come across any uh, Am I the Arseholes that you'd like our um, thoughts on, then please let us know. If there's any movies you'd like us to look at, then uh, again, just holler. But uh, yeah, catch you next time. Bye-bye. Love you. Very nice. Timely reference. <laughs>